Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Dais, a podcast about the stories taking place in and around El Paso County, Colorado. I'm your host, Scott Anderson, and today I am joined by Brandon Eldridge, the Executive Director for the Pikes Peak Small Business Development Center. How are you doing today, Brandon? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Great. Yeah, thanks Thanks for letting me be here today. I really appreciate it. And I uh, want to add for our listeners before we get started that if you are interested in more stories about people doing good in and around El Paso County or hearing from county leadership about local government priorities and how they operate, you can find additional episodes of this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, but to get into things, Brandon, I was wondering if you could start off by giving some background about yourself and how you came to end up here at the SBDC. Thanks, Scott. So I moved to Colorado Springs in 1998 uh, via the military. So my dad was uh, uh, in the Army and got stationed here at Fort Carson, and I've been here ever since. So finished up high school here and uh, just buried some roots. And uh, I love the community, love the scenery, and just love the people. So uh, I'm very passionate about uh, the growth of our community and what we do around here. Very good. And so can you give some background about the Small Business Development Center itself and talk about the mission of the organization in general? Sure. So Pikes Peak Small Business Development Center or SBDC, sometimes I try and turn that into a verb. Did, <laughs> did you do your SBDC in today? Um, so at the SBDC, we help entrepreneurs with low cost workshops and free consultations. So our mission is really just to help existing and new businesses grow and thrive in our community. So oftentimes that's through educational content or that one-on-one -on -one consulting time that we do here. Very good. And then you said uh, Pikes Peak is in the name of the organization. I'm curious about what communities you serve within this region. Yeah, so we do cover all of El Paso and Teller County. What's great about an SBDC is we, we do cover geographic areas, but we have 14 in the state of Colorado. So every county in, in Colorado is covered. And actually, there's a thousand SBDCs across the entire country. Wow. So when you look at the impact that we make for entrepreneurs, we really do uh, a lot of great work across the entire country. So here locally, we're serving uh, all the way up to Cripple Creek and Woodland Park, uh, all the way out to Falcon in the other direction or Calhan. Uh, we have workshops that we work with uh, Monument and Tri Lakes, uh, and then all the way down to Fountain. And we even have folks that do some consulting on Fort Carson. So we really cover the whole swath of this uh, of these two counties. Our headquarters is here at Catalyst Campus, so we're right in the heart of Colorado Springs. Uh, what's great about where we're at is, you know, <laughs> I always say this in our videos, but free parking downtown is hard to come by. But uh, yeah. <laughs> um, if you come to our center because you're got yeah you, you're coming for a session or you're coming for a class, we try and make it equitable and easy to get to us. So we're right here on Catalyst Campus downtown, so easy to get to us, and uh, you know we just try and make it real easy to participate in the programs that we do. So you mentioned there are 14 SBDCs in Colorado, Correct. right? Yep. So how do you guys work together to, I guess, accomplish sure. that mission exactly? Well, sometimes you'll see us doing like summits or conferences across the state. So here in Colorado Springs, we have a big celebration during Small Business Week, which is April 29th through May 4th this year. So be on the lookout for some great events happening that week. Um, we'll run a veterans conference with our friends at the Colorado VBOC, the Veteran Business Outreach Center. So we'll run that conference on November 1st here at the Pinery. Um, but then you'll see us collaborating with other folks too. So we have a nice uh, construction forum that we do in Pueblo. 
Uh, some of our other SBDC centers run uh, women-specific uh, entrepreneur programs uh, that are statewide. We manage a statewide grant for cybersecurity. So we're running programming that helps entrepreneurs all the way from Grand Junction down to Durango uh, and obviously here in the Front Range. So, Yeah, no, that's good. And you mentioned uh, Small Business Week is April 29th through May 4th this year. Uh, what is the value of that to the small business community? It really just puts the spotlight back on the entrepreneur and how important they are to our community. So we try and get a lot of uh, important folks in our community that are doing great things to really show and highlight the work that our local entrepreneurs are doing. You'll hear the term uh, small business is the backbone of our economy. Mm -hmm. They say that because that's really where the jobs are created. That's where you'll see economic engine really fired up. Uh, some Even some of these projects that you'll see our Colorado Springs Chamber and EDC bringing in or our city that, you know, they're working with these companies like Microchips and uh, these other great companies that are, are making these announcements. Um, you know, when you look at how many jobs are created and how the economy really flourishes, when we have a diverse uh, business sector, then we become a very attractive and beautiful community. So it, it's a it's a big part of what we do. And you mentioned value uh, just a second ago. Can you just talk about in general the value that small businesses bring to the community? You mentioned how they're often referred to as the backbone of a community, right? Right. But can you talk a little bit more specifically about uh, you know how they are that backbone and why it's important for them to exist in the first place? <laughs> well, uh, first off. Uh, you know, I, I think you're going to ask me later, but I'm going to jump to this. But you kind of define a small business as less than 500 employees. Now, you can probably say there's some industry things that might impact what a real small business is, but really it's under 500 employees for a business. And so when you start thinking about who employs jobs, it's almost 50% of all of the jobs created are coming from small business. So you might be listening to this today and realize, wow, I actually work for a small business. My company could take advantage of some resources at the SPDC as well. So that's the first thing. And then when you think about um, how our how our community interacts with other communities across the nation and, frankly, worldwide, it could be an attractor for uh, outside folks. It also creates a pathway to better education and more quality roads and all of the things that build our economy. So small business is at the centerpiece of all of that. You're right. I was going to ask you about how SBDC <laughs> defines a small business. So, so you mentioned you mentioned less than 500 employees is generally kind of the marker for that. Um, if I'm considered to be a bigger business, more than 500 employees, you did say that there are still tools available for me though. Well, if you're bigger than 500, at this point, you probably have your own resources that you've put together. So you might have a, a CFO, for example, or you probably have a marketing team. And, you know, even if you get to that point where you're at 200 employees, you might have those things already as well. Okay. And so when you come back to us and say, you know what, I've got 200 employees, we're scaling really well, we've opened 20 locations in this community, but it's time for us to do some international trade. And we want to start working with some folks over in uh, South Korea or in Europe. We have uh, consultants here that can actually help procure some of those contracts and kind of walk you through that process. Um, also, when you start getting to this phase, you start thinking about, should I merge with another business? Should I maybe buy another business or sell this business? So we've got consultants here that actually help with that phase of your uh, entrepreneurial life as well. So 
you know, we help a lot of folks at the beginning because they don't have a lot of resources. I mean, it's kind of in our name, the Small Business Development Center, right? So we're here to help you develop that business. And you don't have a CFO and you don't have a marketing agency and you don't have a staffing company that's helping you hire and fire. So you're probably coming to us say, how do I actually go from having contractors to having a a paid employee Mm -hmm. on staff? Or how do I actually build out a marketing strategy that's going to help me get to a specific demographic that I want to serve? So we kind of break it up categorically when we sit down with an entrepreneur. Oftentimes it's financial. People always want to know where's the money at. So if you, for example, public, uh, excuse me, subscribe to our uh, monthly publication, our monthly newsletter, you'll actually get updates on local grants that you can apply for, some great grant money. But you know, we don't ever want to like uh, hyperinflate what a grant can do for you because they're tough to get. Right. So we have a consultant here that says you get your money from your friends, family, and fools. <laughs> so, <laughs> but so we t- we talk to folks about how you can get access to capital, how to manage your P and Ls and your balance sheets, and what does that even mean when I say that? I was gonna add, I don't even know what a P and L is. So <laughs> that's, that's a fair question. It's your profit and loss. So okay, there you go. Uh, yeah. Um, but we so oftentimes it's financial, but then. You know, we might want to make sure that you're really sensitive to a cybersecurity plan. You know, maybe you're collecting date of births and social security numbers and you want to protect that information. Or frankly, you want to protect your own bank account. So we put a cyber plan together. So that's more in that technology space. Marketing is always uh, a popular topic, especially these days with AI. So we have consultants here that really specialize in how to market, build a a strong SEO and a brand, and maybe how to use AI with some of those tools. And then my last and probably my favorite one is your talent management, your human resource piece to this. Um, I'm such a relational person. I just love talking to people. I'm probably the biggest extrovert in Colorado Springs. So (laughs) for me, the, the human resource piece is so important. And I like to spend a lot of time with folks just talking about health and wellness, not just as you as an entrepreneur, but the pe- your, the people around you, your, so your sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's part of your business plan too. So uh, yeah, we, we break it up into categories. We sit down and talk with you. Obviously, if you're a new entrepreneur, if you've done it for a little while, um, maybe you're a seasoned person, but you're just really coming back to us to, to fill some gaps. That's the kind of work we do. Yeah, so I want to zoom out a little bit. We've been talking pretty specifically about those kind of things that a small business might be looking for help with as they're getting started. Uh, Can you talk about, though, how important it is for your organization to be viewed as an asset within the business community? You know, I think one of the hardest things to do is to build credibility, whether that's with an individual, just one-on-one, or as a business building credibility with a new location that they're in, or, you know, just a new uh, segment of potential customers, right? So how for you as the SBDC, do you see that value in being that asset for the business community? Sure. Well, I'll start by saying we're one of the oldest uh, business support organizations around. SBDCs were started in the 1970s. The Colorado Network really got spun up heavy in the 1980s. And we've just been a consistent, strong resource for entrepreneurs in this community for a long time. And we build a lot of that credibility by having subject matter experts that really know their field in their industry. So we do a vetting process to make sure that the people providing support are um, are experienced and they, they know what they're doing. And so when I tell you we got somebody that's going to help you um, value your business and help prepare you for a merger, 
we have folks that have gone, have done that, who've gone through that process before and they can lean on that experience and they know the right resources and the right places for you to, to go through that. So credibility is hugely important for us. Um, so when we go through reporting with the state and the federal level, we make sure that we go through it with a fine tooth comb. We, we're really uh, sensitive to the data that comes through. And so every time we say, did you help uh, did you start your business with the help of the Pikes Peak SBDC? We go through a verification process to make sure that those that data is verified. So okay, and you mentioned uh, you've mentioned a couple times at this point how you have consultants that you know help you with this work with these other businesses. Um, if someone feels that they have something to offer, right, and they th- you know they're listening and they're like, wow, like I have this expertise that I want to share yeah. uh, with other people who are going through this. How do you become a consultant with the SBDC? Well, I'm going to uh, reverse engineer this question. So, <laughs> I'm going to start by saying we're a staff of six here at the SBDC in in Pikes Peak. Um, so we have a great team that's all on staff. We're all doing great work. You know, we're putting together programs. We're you know navigating the almost thousand clients we see a year come through here. And when we're matching consultants to our clients, it's very intentional. So we have a conversation with our clients when they come in and we pinpoint exactly what is your gap? How can we make sure that we're intentional with your time? Because you're getting that consulting time for free. On the other side of things, we have a core of almost 50 consultants that we've vetted out and we've talked to to make sure that they know the process and how to make great referrals and how to be a good custodian of that information. Those sessions are confidential and we want to make sure that you can come in and actually have a really candid conversation about what your gaps really are. So when somebody in the community comes to us and says, I would be really good at helping you put together marketing strategies for a business, we have a conversation with them. We put them through some training. We vet them out. So we verify their resume, make sure that what they said they've done is is verifiable. And then we have them assigned to a mentor. So somebody else who's already meeting with clients, make sure that they understand what they're doing and how to make a great referral to other community partners and other resources in this community too. So. So we've talked around it a little bit, but I kind of wanted to just more directly ask the question, if I'm ready to start a new business and not sure exactly the steps to take to get there, what what would be your advice of like, <laughs> here are the steps you need to take to start your small business? Well, if, if it's coming for me, I'd, I'm, I'm going to say, come to our startup day. Okay. Well, the, <laughs> that's so a good start. we run a program the first Monday of every month where we, we, you know, we provide lunch. You got to come in. It, it, it's a low cost workshop. So 30 bucks and you're going to get an all day of really great content. So we teach you why you need a consultant and why, how that's important to your journey. We teach you what kind of formation you should be thinking about. So should you be looking at an LLC or a sole proprietor or should you be forming a corporation? So we talk through that and then we kind of spend some time talking about what a business plan looks like. So as Mark calls it, business plan in a day. But the reality is, is you could go on to the Colorado Secretary of State, register a business name, go to the irs.gov website, get an EIN number, and then you have to fill out what we call a BOI tool. It's beneficial ownership information. And with those three things, you're up and running. Now you can take that information to a bank and now you got a bank account and then you go from there. But if you've never done those steps before, I can tell you, let us walk you through that so that you choose the right path. You pick the right name. You are well informed on what kind of financial institutions are out there and how they support you and what kind of relationship you should be building with your accountant or your insurance company 
let us walk you through some of those steps to, to make sure you're really informed. So would you be able to share a story or two maybe about a business owner who has successfully navigated this process of building and growing their business here locally in the uh, Colorado Springs area? Well, uh, one one category that we see a lot of is folks that receive their grandma's recipe and they're ready to make a restaurant. <laughs> and All right. so the invention of the food truck was, was pretty rad for a couple ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm here on Catalyst campus. They almost always have a food truck on site. Nice. So, uh, makes it easy for me to grab lunch, but so a lot of folks want to start a restaurant or they want to do something in the service industry and they come to us and they just don't know where to start. So we've helped countless food trucks come through the door. We have one uh, that I want to share with you today, uh, Christina. She's awesome, man. She's been in business for several years now. I think she started back in 2018 or 2019. Originally had come to us with this concept. And by the way, her business is called Go Fish. So really oh, cool fair. food truck. <laughs> I like it. Uh, we featured her in our uh, February newsletter this year. So if you get a chance to subscribe, go to pikespeaksbdc.org to subscribe and see some of these really great success stories. But Christina uh, came to us. We walked her through some of these steps to get her food truck up and running. And she just loved the work that we were doing here so much that when she started expanding and growing her business, she came back as a consultant for us. And she's been helping other food truckers with their uh, business plan and how to get their businesses off the ground. She's just a gem for our community. Great food, by the way. So if you ever see Go Fish floating <laughs> around, please know that she's one of our people. So <laughs> no, th- th- that's awesome. I lo- the name is great. And it, I think it speaks to... I, I think there's no better way to, to, I guess, show your value to someone than showing an example like this where, you know, you were able to help them out and they were able to become successful and, you know, want to turn around and help others out because of the support they received from you guys. So th- I think that speaks a lot to uh, the value that you're able to provide. Absolutely. And, and I'll say that support doesn't stop with the SBDC. There's so many organizations in town that are helping entrepreneurs with their journey. And so we had one uh, company come to us and they've got a really neat hostel downtown that they helped spun up over the last few years. And I can tell you, they received some of those Survive and Thrive funds and they went to some of the other organizations that are doing our work and they were just a sponge, man. They were going around just looking for everybody that could help them. And now they've got this beautiful building. They've got a beautiful business model. Um, A lot of social impact work happened out of there. And that's, that's the kind of collaboration that we're seeing in our community. We will not be known for a business-friendly environment in our city unless everyone's doing their part. And so I'll tell you, we try and be very collaborative. We are members of all nine chambers. Yes, there are nine chambers <laughs> in the Pikes Peak region, uh, believe it or not. And some of them are geographic in nature. So you have the Woodland Park chamber, the fountain chamber, the Trilakes chamber, and some of them are more demographic in nature. So we collaborate with the Southern Colorado Women's Chamber of Commerce and the Black Chamber of Colorado Springs. And we've got a great program called Avanzar, which is a business accelerator program. And we do that with the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. The newest one is the uh, Filipino American Chamber of Commerce of Colorado Springs. Say that six times fast. Uh, it's <laughs> Pack Soco for short, but so, anyways, we're just we try and be very collaborative with other organizations like the BBB of Southern Colorado. Our host 
I don't know if you know this, but our host is actually the Colorado Springs Chamber in EDC. And so we run a monthly workshop with them called In the Mix. That is a great opportunity to not just get education, but come and do a little networking with us too. And oh, by the way, it's at Catalyst Campus. So it's right here at Harvey House. So we love the collaboration with Catalyst Campus as well. Yeah. And, you know, that's one of the things I wanted to touch on, too, is how working with other organizations in the area really benefits the programs that you guys work on. Obviously, the support that they can provide to uh, for outreach and to get in touch with other people who might be able to take advantage of your services is beneficial. Uh, but what are some of those other things that have really helped? Uh, I guess you could say like springboard you into like the next phase of progression for the SBDC. So when I think about the collaborations that we've built and where we really see ourselves going is this ecosystem where sometimes you're going to come to the SBDC and you're, you're just really gung-ho about your veteran status, right? And so we're going to lean into that VBOX space or maybe you're really... Uh, you're just a technology business and you're like, I'm going to be in the space industry. So then we, you know, call on our friends at Catalyst Campus or maybe it's more geographic in nature. So maybe you live in the Southeast and our friends at Thrive are there to support you or downtown partnership, right? So there are organizations that are uh, building this ecosystem with us. And I think where SBDC uh, falls in all of that is I like to think that we can support all of them in a very unique way. And when you see SBDC doing programming out there that's collaborative and uh, doing co-branded programs, that's where I think the the real future of business support is for our community. So I'm excited that we have those relationships. I'm excited that we have a great ecosystem of chambers and places like uh, Exponential Impact and uh, Tri-Lakes and all of those folks out there that are doing just amazing work. So, so one of the things that I was curious about is, especially today, I think it's um, pretty clear that you don't necessarily have to have a brick and mortar store to be a business, or yeah. to be a small business. Uh, plenty of online businesses exist uh, that have been e extremely successful. So how do you approach, um, you know, when people come to you and say, hey, I want to start a business, uh, I want it to be in this building versus Hey, I want to start a business. I want it to be an online business. Sure. Well, I like to say that we're the king of the side hustle. So <laughs> a lot of times people are just thinking, I have a really great idea for a business and I really need some extra income. So they start their business out of their home. And so what we can do is teach you how to sell your product on Etsy or how to market your consulting business uh, on, a, on a website. So we have a lot of resources to help you build out a digital platform or how to leverage other existing platforms that you want to sell your product on. So that's certainly a first step. And then when you start to grow into that, I'm ready to do a brick and mortar. Maybe you are really great at insurance and you want to finally have your first insurance office, or you want to have that coffee shop that you've been dreaming about, or you really want to have a retail store because you got a, such a great product, you know, people are going to buy it. So that's where we lean into some other relationships we've built uh, throughout the community. Our friends at Regional Building Department, uh, the City of Colorado Springs, El Paso County is a great, great friend of ours. Um, the folks up in Woodland Park, up at the City of Woodland Park. I can tell you, when you think about opening a brick and mortar, there are probably a lot of blind uh, spots that you did not think about. Sure. We are here to help you on that journey. 
One great tool that we have is through a committee that uh, formed, uh, it's called COSBA. And COSBA created something at the city of Colorado Springs called uh, Open for Biz. So if you go to our Open for Biz website, it'll give you some great resources on, do you need to get a sales permit? And where would you find a commercial broker? And some of these great things. We're here on that journey COS Open for Biz is a great resource for that. And I can tell you that uh, COSBA Group, it's very collaborative. We bring in folks from the county and all of these other resource groups that we talked about earlier. And we're talking about the issues. You know, the downtown fire was one that comes to mind where we had a lot of conversations about those those businesses that were impacted. And we had a great conversation with Med Cafe and just talked about what what do they got going on and how can we support them and help drive some more business to them, which, by the way, Med Cafe is one of those places you should go have lunch at today. <laughs> so, <laughs> but brick and mortar is a unique space. Um, we love our relationship with Colorado Springs Utilities, and they kind of brought this to our attention a while back. And so we've been trying to build out some curriculum. I lovingly call it Project Storefront. And so you'll see some virtual content on something that is in that realm of project storefront. And it'll just walk you through some really cool tips on how to work with regional building department. How can you layer on some financing? We have a great tool in Colorado called CPACE, where if you're going to do some green improvements to a building, they actually, you can layer in some of their financing on top of your uh, owner carry or your 504 loan that you're getting with the SBA. So a lot of great resources when you're thinking about uh, brick and mortar. So I, I think we've talked a lot about traditional businesses and I wanted to get your take on something else. There are people out there in more, I would say, abstract industries, um, things like uh, people who are self-publishing a book or selling art or producing music. Are there resources available for that crowd as well? Kind of uh, the, that more creative space. Definitely. Definitely. We love the creatives uh, because they don't think that they're running a business. <laughs> so we have to teach them you're running a business. So we do run some programs through that. We have some great friends at Cottonwood Center for the Arts and Copper. And I can tell you, we had a... Um, we had a good friend of ours who wrote a poem, a book of poems. And last year when we came to El Paso County, we did, we always do a proclamation uh, that announces small business week. So when we start to get closer to April 29th, you know, we'll go and present in front of the County commissioners and we'll just talk about the power of small business. And last year, one of our publishers came and she spoke to the commissioners about the book that she published and the poems she wrote. And she read one of those poems. It was a beautiful moment. Um, and she actually signed a copy for all of our consultants and our staff that helped her with that process. So we, we love her. So, um, but what we do is we try and align with organizations that are also supporting entrepreneurs. So there's going to be a resource fair later this year that Copper is putting on for small business. We are in talks right now of how to run. We Our, our flagship program is called Leading Edge for Entrepreneurs. We run that two or three times a year. It's a great business planning and strategic uh, planning course that we put people through. Um, but we're thinking about how do we create one that's for creatives We've done one in the past, and so we're going to be spending something like that up this year as well. So we definitely are sensitive to our creative industry and the folks that are helping our arts and culture and our community great. We want to support them because I can tell you there's some great musicians, there's some great artists, but do they really know how to get a business loan or why would they even need a business loan? Or do they know how to build a marketing strategy to really advertise what they're doing so that people want to buy their product. 
Awesome. Well, I think we've covered a lot of ground here today, but I just wanted to give you the opportunity uh, to add anything else you think would be important for listeners to know about. So if you haven't come to the Pikes Peak SBDC, I'd ask just next time you're downtown, stop by Catalyst Campus. We're open 830 to 430 every day, Monday through Friday. You can stop in, say hi. We might even have a workshop going on that you can just like <laughs> peek in on um, or visit our website, pikespeaksbdc.org. I'd first ask that you sign up for our newsletter. We have some great content every month. If you're one of those people that has FOMO, I can tell you we actually publish all of the networking and business-related activities every month in our newsletter. So you want to be signed up for that. Um, And then when you go to our resource page, I can tell you there's a huge, huge rabbit hole there. If you need a template for a business plan or you just need some marketing strategies or anything that you you can dream of, uh, the pikespeaksbdc.org website is a place for you to go. And also, you got to check out our events. And that's where you register for your consultant time. That's where you can sign up for our workshops that we're doing and just see all of the great work that we're doing. And one other thing I want to make sure we mention is Small Business Week. We've talked about it a couple times, but if you want to uplift another entrepreneur in this community, our nominations are open today. So again, go to pikespeaksbdc.org, click on that nominations tab. We have Small Business of the Year, Family Business, Young Entrepreneur of the Year, Veteran, and the Business Champion of the Year. So we would encourage you to do so because that'll give you some free marketing for your business, or you can nominate somebody else that you know is doing great work. And And I hope to see you there on April 29th for our celebration of entrepreneurs. And Small Business Week is presented by the BBB of Southern Colorado, the Colorado Springs Chamber and EDC, and a collaboration with the Pikes Peak SBDC. So I just want to say thank you so much for everybody that puts that week on. We have an awesome, awesome week planned. Awesome. Well, thank you, Brandon. I appreciate you taking the time today and for all the work that you do here with the SBDC. So thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. If you're interested in listening to additional episodes of Beyond the Dais, be sure to look for us on Podbean or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.